0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of First Gen Teacher Lens. This is episode 13. I know I've been on a bit of a hiatus and that's because of grad school and (coughs) all the other stuff that's been going on in my life. So grad school has been taking up, I want to say the load of it. I mean, teaching is always like a day-to-day struggle, but um in terms of like what we're facing you know virtual learning being a new realm but uh grad school yeah it's been uh chaotic I want to say um weeks in terms of like what we're doing uh basically I'm doing a research project which goes coincides with the t- tail end of my master's and It's just been a struggle just to fine tune and like really um, find the time to do the things I want to do, whether it's record a podcast episode or just you know veg out. And you know, a lot of it, it is back and forth. Like you're a teacher. At the beginning of the day and that night you're a student, which is a constant juggling act. So that's where the idea for this episode came about, which I'll talk about, like why I feel so stressed, what has been kind of consumed my time in terms of like, be, having this duality of stu- being a student, then being a teacher is kind of like a day on and day off thing in terms of, like. Terms at the beginning of the day you you know you gotta make sure your lesson plans are good make sure you're taking attendance just like the minute stuff of being a teacher but then after the day's over you gotta think about oh shoot i have x y and z to do for my class my own classes so understanding the duality of being a teacher but also understanding them because you're even more so because you're a student so that's what today's episode is going to be about kind of balancing being a teacher and a student at the same time Uh, again this is episode 13 stay tuned you are listening to listening to listening to listening to listening Jen, teachers of Lands. Hey guys, sorry. I have to restart my computer. It keeps shutting down for some reason. Eventually I think I'm gonna have to get a new computer. Um so yeah. Um I don't know. I might maybe on yeah, maybe on Wednesday I'll go to the mall and figure out what's going on. Uh but so yeah. But here we are, <laughs> sorry for that weird intro, um, but here we are in a new episode of First Gen Teacher Lens, welcome back. This is episode 13, yeah, 13. Uh, so this episode became, I guess, a thought just earlier, I want to say maybe yesterday or probably honestly Friday because like I was so stressed and It's grad school, so I'm getting my master's through the community system here in New York City. I'm almost done. This is like my capstone, and I think I want to go for another one in administration, Um, but that's another topic for another time. Um, But basically, I'm in the capstone of my uh, master's program, and I have to do this research project, which has been taking the bulk of my time in terms of just the afternoon. So basically what I've been doing is at 2 o'clock, I'll meet with uh, my case study group, uh, which is a bunch of graders, my kids, that I've asked, hey, can you help me with this research project? And I talked to my professor about um, being compensated and, like, I decided to um, give the kids that volunteer um, a gift card. And it's not, I'm not going to spend like, you know, insane amounts. Um, But like each of them will get a gift card, probably like $10, and they could go to Starbucks with it. So basically, it's been tackling um, whether or not using literature and identity, so of like different cultures, drives the engagement more so i've been focused on more so latinx and black identity whether or not that seeing themselves in a text builds engagement and how true that is does seeing a mirror into ourselves help us or want us to engage with that text more whatever we're reading so Every day at two o'clock, I'll mute this group. I created actually a Google Classroom to kind of um, have a place that where we could all meet and then we'll go on the meet and then I'll download the episode of like, not the episode, I'll download the meeting and then like I'll come and scan through it like what kids were talking about. what um, questions that they had, questions I had about their own experience in schooling, which is fairly interesting uh, to say the least. Um, I think that certain students are definitely gravitated towards seeing their own culture. However, certain things don't materialize. For example, I have like two students that were not into it. And I asked them, what would you be into? And they were like, it's kind of like theme. So I'd be into, like, stuff that's more about basketball, video games, whatever. And that's what's been taking up the most of my time, finding it like it's a juggling act. So you have class at 8.30. You have um, to rush to get into this link, that link, etc., And then you have to post something on Dojo. You have to message this parent that was not there today. Um you have to communicate with the student that did not turn an assignment. Why? Who knows? But besides those daily things, I think it's very chaotic and uh, difficult to be a teacher at the same time as a student because, I mean, you put, them so, you put yourself in their perspective where, oh, I have to remember to get this done by this date. So like for me, I have my um my uh, I wanna say agenda. I mark everything down that I have to do, and sometimes I feel like I'm still not getting enough done. For example, this weekend, basically, it was just running around getting you know personal stuff like getting groceries, getting um, getting groceries for the holiday season. I know I said that twice. I'm repeating myself, but um, and just remembering to like maybe tidy up your room or um the house or get supplies that you need and in terms like hand sanitizer and like going to grocery like nowadays takes forever because like it's all packed there's like no social distancing but uh being a student like during this time it feels weird because like yes you have these due dates but also like You have your own duties for your job, so you're juggling to remember different things. I gotta post this, make sure that's worded right, make sure that that at the correct time on Google Classroom, because Google Classroom gets funky where you're posting things at two AM if you're uploading it from commonlet, which why would anybody look at something at two a.m.? I don't know, or post anything at two a.m., which I've heard some teachers do at my school, which is like, bro, do you get sleep? Um, but all in all, like I want to say, like I've been doing this for a while, like being a teacher and being in this space of being like a teacher during the day and a teacher at night or a student at night. It's kind of like batman but like you're robin at night if that makes sense like now you're like you're not like a psychic but now like you're not the main hero you're not the main teacher you're the student if you will you're the apprentice right robin's the apprentice but in a sense like with that apprenticeship comes a lot of roles like all right you gotta look at the syllabus like I messed up so bad on one of the assignments for one of my classes it was a journal and I was just like oh my god this professor is gonna kill me I took it in a more personal route which at the tail end I did write about reflecting about the articles but the professor was cool about it she was like no 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 like it's fine like I would just want to hear your in deep that thoughts and stuff like that so I thought that was like Super nice of her to take into recognition. But definitely, I want to say, while I was doing those assignments, I was like, this is a lot. And we were supposed to do it every week, and I couldn't keep up. Like, I would do it every two weeks, and I would plan it in my plan. All right, make sure you post your bi weekly journal entry by this date on Saturday. And it, it became a daunting task to be, realize, like, all right. I messed up this assignment because, like, I had so many deliverables to do during my day. So it would be like you're thinking in terms of in terms of like other deliverables. Like, I don't know about anybody else, but I feel like my deliverables at my job consume me. So, like, making sure the students have the right Google Doc, making sure that the students have the right article. For example, tomorrow I'm doing an article on Snapchat and um, I did the pre-drafts, but something about the pre-drafts always worries me because like if you create a copy of a Google Doc and you make a copy for all students, sometimes it disappears. I don't know why, for what rhyme or reason, but it just disappears to be honest. But stuff like that is hard to manage because like also in the back of your mind as like a grad student, and I think if you're a student at any other job and like you're a full time worker, like you're always thinking about back of my mind or after I get done with my job, I still have this second job to do, which is not paying me in like wages or it could be, I don't know if like it's an internship or whatever, but it's not paying me monetarily for, for me, but it's paying me in knowledge that I could be used in my classroom for years to come. For example, um, I thought of a great way to engage kids was an example from my professor, which was um, using um, podcasts to kind of get their thoughts and reflections on whatever novel that you're reading at that given time. So that's that seems like an engaging way to do it. So make sure that like, you know, you have all the required materials and then kind of get out there and just do it. So that's valuable knowledge that I'm learning into the grad program as in like, curricular activities that I would have not thought about to put into my uh, curriculum if that makes sense but at the same time like I'm constructing this new curriculum virtually it's it's similar things that I've been using last year but digitized and like there's a lot of new stuff that like I've used this year for example I've used three informational texts for argument that I've never used last year and making that, making them into Google Docs is definitely a painstaking task. However, it is good to know that I have that as another tool for my utilage, just to refreshen up things in the classroom. Because like you never want to just be stagnant and use the same things over and over again in the classroom, um, and you want to keep it constantly flowing and engaging every year. So like the kids whatever group of kids that you have come have a new kind of sense of this classroom. Like, for example, I teach middle school. So like maybe the seventh graders from who are now eighth graders have friends who are now seventh graders. They might tell their friends so-and-so that Mr. C's classroom is fun. He always reads the outsiders at the end of the year. And, like, you would have a tendency to switch that up where you may read the blame straight pajamas this year and catch the kids off guard with like a new text that is engaging. But that takes time. And what I want to say in terms of grad school is like, this took a lot of time to develop the, that new material. And always in the back of my mind, as I was um, thinking about or, and creating these materials like i was just like oh shoot more so oh sugar on axt that i was just like i have this humongous project to do and i have i've barely like scratched the surface of doing it so i think in my post i have a which we'll probably see tomorrow um because i'm probably gonna record this uh and then probably head to sleep, but I'll post tomorrow. But it's about Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee has a great quote saying, like, if you keep talking about something and then not doing it, it's never going to come to fruition. Like, that action's just going to be empty words that you're just saying and spewing to nobody, basically. Or, you know, you're spewing it to yourself, like, oh, I'm going to do this. So... I want to say, like, two weeks ago, I started just doing the recordings and kind of getting this data that we're supposed to be getting for this research project, it's made me feel a lot better, but when two o'clock hits, I'm just, like, so tired from the day, I'm like, man, I don't want to really do this, but I know I have to do it, because, like, it's not only, like, part of my grade, but it's also teaching me... Um, a lot about these kids but like I said before it's a juggling act so making sure that before the day ends or like as I heard some people say it's CoB right close the business um making sure that you get that material and then finish that aspect of you know being a student then, finish the aspect of being a teacher, meaning check your Dojo messages after, make sure you're good on that. And um, basically what I've been doing is I've been creating a to-do list, which is very helpful on, on Google Docs. It's straight, easy to-do list. I'll write to-do and then the date. And then I'll do one, two, three, four, five. These are the most important things I need to do as a teacher right now. Um, attendance, is that in? No? Nope? Okay. Then I need to put that in, strike through. Next thing, post a general message to Google Classroom about today's lesson. Three, post a general message to the parents about today's lesson, which is usually I'll copy and paste the same message that I've wrote to students, however, tailored to the parents. This is what we did today. Please tell your, please advise your scholar to, scholar, student, um, or child to finish the work. Uh, the article entitled Snapchat um, by 8.30 a.m. tomorrow, no late exceptions. Boom, move, and then uh, make sure to send next week's lesson plans. Make sure to uh, tell the scholars that Thanksgiving break starts on Thursday, which I already did already, but however, some kids think that TikTok information on TikTok is valid and they think that they have the entire week off next week, which is not the case. But just making a general to-do list and then separating that uh, into like, all right, this is my work to-do list. And then in my book, I put my school to-do list, which i number everything just like on the Google Doc. And be like, all right, for... 781 which is one of the numbers of my classes I have this article to read on data analysis I have a video that goes along with it reading that and then making sure that I'm hitting everything that I need to be hitting according to the syllabus and like examples that are there so just keeping constant little reminders and like uh if like for example if I have to call a parent due to like misbehavior um, I would take a sticky note, I, I did that habitually because like I grabbed the remote, and I was like, oh, I'm going to take a sticky note now and show everybody, which you guys can't see. So, um, But I would take a sticky note and then, for example, write, call this parent in homeroom due to um, watching YouTube video of Starry Night Painting, which is true, and then... Um, not being focused on the material at hand, which is difficult to, like, manage, again, because, like, everybody's at home, but just keeping lists that are separate in terms of being a student and being a teacher, that's the one, number one rule I would say that, like, you should do, you should always always keep like a teacher list or like a work to-do list and then a student list to make sure those things are separate so we'll then when you're done with one uh kind of aspect of yourself which it would be like either teacher or a student then you can fully dedicate yourself to that other realm, whether it be teacher or student. For me, I always do the teacher side first, and then I do the student side because I feel like if the teacher side is not done, then I'll be panicking and then not focused on the student side. So that's just my tidbit for like juggling that. But also, like, you know, it's okay that you didn't grade this assignment. You can always grade it the next day or the day after, so you can focus on this assignment that you have in your own class, which is totally fine. That's happened sometimes for me. Like I didn't grade some short responses, and like I was just like, you know what, I might as well just just like grade it later, and then I'll get eventually get to it because like I'm so worried about this one assignment in. Uh, my research class that i don't know what to do about so those are just some tips that i have for juggling being a student and a teacher um definitely to-do list to-do list prioritize your assignments which assignments take the longest which assignments take the shortest do the long ones first then finish the short ones then um, you know if like you don't get to everything at your job like you're T- teacher to do list, that's fine. You have always the next day if it's not that pressing. So that's just my tips and stuff that I do as a student slash teacher. If you have any questions, comments uh, about this podcast episode, just DM me at firstgen teacher um, First gen teacher lens, and you can send me an email firstgen teacher lens at gmail.com and then like, follow, subscribe. We're on, we're on Spotify. We're on Anchor. We're on other platforms, Google platforms. Basically, you could look at into my LinkedIn tree and like find all the episodes there. But please, please keep keep subscribing, keep listening, and hopefully, I'll get better as the podcast episodes go on. See you till next time. Thank, thank you for having listened to the first, first gen, gen teachers', teachers. list.